Good evening and hope you're having a meaningful fast day. I wanted to share a powerful idea I learned earlier today, which is brought down in a remarkable sefer called Aleishur, written by Rav Shlomo Zvoba Zatzal, a remarkable tzaddik and refined human being. I actually study his works with a rabbi of mine once a month and walk away always inspired each time and challenged to be a better Jew and therefore human being as well. Now in Jewish tradition, Tisha B'Av is called a moed, which is weird. Why? Well, because moed is the Jewish word for a holiday and is the term we use for any and all of the Jewish festivals. So Sukkot is a moed because we recall and appreciate how God provided for us in the desert for 40 years and continues to miraculously provide for the Jewish people. Pesach is a moed when we recall and appreciate Hashem taking us out of Egypt and how He continues to save us from the clutches of other enemies. Shavuot is a moed when we recall and appreciate having received God's manual for the world and life and our ability to continue learning learning and living it. There are also halachic, Jewish implications in law for moadim, as there are things that we don't do because of the celebration of the day. Now, knowing this information, there's a question that we must all ask. If a moed is a festival that looks back at something in our past with appreciation, then why in the world would Tisha B'Av, a day that we mourn the destruction of the temples, also be called a moed, a festival? So Ravoba goes on to explain, as he learned from his rabbi, Rav Yerucham Levavitz, that there are two types of Moadim, of festivals. There are Moadim, or times of feeling close to Hashem, like Sukkot, Pesach, and Shavuos. And then there is a Moed of Richuk, a festival where you feel far from Hashem, from what's called Hershchina, the presence. Tisha B'Av is a Moed of Richuk, a festival of distance. Okay, but then the question should be asked, why in the world should there be a celebration of our distance from Hashem? So Ravoba goes on to explain that there are three ways one can be in a relationship with God. One is close, to having knowledge of and feel God's closeness, presence, and love. And there are many people who feel and live that way. Then there are those who have a feeling of distance from God and don't feel that closeness at all. And there are many who feel that way too. But then there's a third category, and arguably, he says, a worse one. There's a category of someone who is neither feeling close nor distant, but just feeling oblivious to the reality of God altogether. It doesn't even enter into the equation. Now, as Jews, we don't believe in God, but rather we know that God exists. It is something we know for a fact. It might be tough to bring that knowledge into our hearts for various reasons, but it is a fact of Judaism and reality. However, we could still live a life in this third category by simply not giving it any thought or care. That, my friends, was what was taking place in Israel right before the temple was destroyed. Jews had Israel, the temple, our homeland, but were simply not even putting God into the equation. Until, until what? Until the temple was destroyed. All of a sudden, it sent shockwaves through the people. And for the first time in a long time, they realized, holy cow, we've grown so distant from God. The whole purpose of the land was to live in his land and develop a partnership and relationship with him. And instead, we just ended up enjoying the coastal region, delicious Jaffa oranges and floating in the Dead Sea. And so the land was lost because the relationship was over. And so Tisha B'Av is called a festival, a festival of our distance, because, says Ravoba, it is better to know that one is living in a way that is distant in a relationship than to be living at a home with person, but not even know of the relationship to begin with.
Tisha B'Av was a gift because it was a wake-up call and the alarm is still ringing today. The alarm that reminds us that we are so distant from God, more so than He is distant from us. And this is a cause actually for celebration, albeit in a more subtle way, since once we know that there is a problem with the relationship, then we can start to work on it. As Elie Wiesel said, after suffering the tragedies of the Holocaust, the Jew can live with God or against God, but not without God. To not have God in our conversation is to undermine a fundamental underpinning of Judaism. It's a non-negotiable and thus is worthy of discussion. But at the same time, we go through our time periods, periods where we are comforted and elated by the relationship, by the blessings in our lives, by the security that there's a purpose behind everything, even and often even more so our pain. And a person could also be against God, challenge God, be angry at God. Our tradition gives room for that as well. We've seen that with Avraham, with Moses, and with our prophets. But all of these types of feelings indicate that there is a relationship to start with. You can't be angry at someone who doesn't exist in your life. The real tragedy is to live in a world where we completely forget that God is part of the conversation. That was the tragedy that led up to the exile, and in truth, it is the ongoing struggle and challenge of our people. The goal of Tisha B'Av, as with any holiday, is to learn from the history and have it shape and guide our growth in the future, and even celebrate the fact that we could feel distant from God, because that means now we can feel the distance and there is an opportunity to grow close once again. My hope, as the day ends, is that today was not simply, as people often say, an easy fast day, whether you fasted or not but rather using the ideas we shared or you've learned on your own leading up to this day, I hope that it was a meaningful fast day. And that is determined by what happens the day after. And on that note, have a wonderful evening, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.